What's going on out there? It's your boy TW, and I just had a couple of quick thoughts I wanted to get out to y'all this week. I got a crazy busy week going on, but of course, so much going on in the world of professional wrestling that I just had to drop some real quick thoughts on y'all. So, uh, come chat with your boy for a minute. Good storytelling makes all the difference in the world, especially when it comes to professional wrestling. It's good storytelling that allows us to get lost in the moment, right? We all understand WWE's method of storytelling. We all understand WWE's method of booking. We know that nine times out of 10, the bigger star is gonna win, no questions asked, okay? No, very little questions asked. And if you have any questions about that, just ask Big E, who recently had WWE wipe their butts with his rising star. Why? Because Brock needed something to do that night, right? So we understand the way WWE booking works, but it's good storytelling that allows us to get lost in the sauce, if you will, right? And I'm reminded of WWE's method of booking every time I go through the exercise of going through pay-per-view predictions with my wife. Now, my wife, she is not a normal watcher of the weekly shows. Like, when I say normal, I mean never. She doesn't ever watch, you know, SmackDown or Raw for any extended amount of time unless I just happen to put it on when we're all sitting in the living room. But she is damn near flawless at picking pay-per-view results, especially in quote-unquote big matches. Why? Because she just picks the name she recognizes. And it's a, it's nice, it's nicely refreshing to remind ourselves that we get caught up in the week to week of watching the show and fooling ourselves. No, 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 but he just won a gauntlet match. No, 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 he won a battle royal. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nine times out of 10, the bigger star wins, the bigger name wins. That's just the way it works in the world of WWE. And it brings us to conflicted moments like the one I'm having right now as I try to think about the outcome of Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley at the Royal Rumble. Now, I can make the case that Lashley should beat Brock Lesnar. It's believable that Lashley could beat Brock Lesnar, but the idea that he actually will, if you just step back, it's probably not gonna happen. Now, there are extenuating circumstances that allow me to fool myself into thinking that Lashley could get this win. I mean, we know that Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar is going to be the main event of WrestleMania. We know this, right? Barring some sort of illness or something like that, Roman and Brock are going to be the main event of WrestleMania night two this upcoming April. We know this, right? The question is, how do we get there, right? And 
what's going to be at stake. It's either going to be Brock Lesnar's WWE Championship or Roman Reigns' WWE Universal Championship. Now, one theory you could possibly have is that Roman and the Usos and Paul Heyman or some sort of combination of that will cost Brock Lesnar the match against Bobby Lashley, leading Brock to chase Roman for the Universal Championship at WrestleMania. Roman has had a long title reign, you know, up over 510 days at this point. And it doesn't seem like they would end his historic Universal title run with a match at the Royal Rumble against Seth Rollins that has had barely any build. I mean, they just threw Seth Rollins into this match about a week ago. About a week ago. And there's a built-in story there because they have history, but there hasn't been any real build to a Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, a, a title change, right? There hasn't been any real build to the idea that Roman... Uh, excuse me, that, that Seth will be taking over Roman's spot as the top dog on SmackDown, right? So there's been no real build to that. So I have no reason to truly think that Rollins is going to beat Roman Reigns. Now, I've mentioned before, Rollins has the, uh, the resume. He has the cachet in the fans' eyes to, to validate him being chosen to beat Roman Reigns. You know, uh, Seth has, you know, multiple wins over Brock Lesnar for the Universal title. Uh, Seth has multiple wins over Roman Reigns. So, the idea that Seth could beat Roman is not foreign at all. But there's been no build to it. So, again, it's bringing it back to understanding the way WWE typically tells stories and the likelihood that they may be telling one story versus another. And uh, when you look at it like that, right, there's no good reason to think that Seth is going to beat Roman. Now, there hasn't been much build to the Bobby Lashley-Roman Reigns story. I'm sorry, to the Bobby Lashley-Brock Lesnar match. But, but, there's been constant conversation from Bobby Lashley on all of his media appearances of people asking him about, you know, who's your dream opponent? You know, there's always that question. And he constantly has been saying for years that he'd love to get in the ring with Brock Lesnar. He's been saying he'd love to get in an MMA cage with Brock Lesnar. So Bobby Lashley has put it out there that he wants to get his hands on Brock Lesnar and be measured up against Brock Lesnar you know, in the eyes of the fans, he's put that out in the universe for a very long time. But on Brock's side, Brock has been very disrespectful, very dismissive of Bobby Lashley. He's been openly saying, Bobby who? To Bobby Lashley's face on Monday Night Raw. And we've been getting the training videos, you know, showing how hard Bobby Lashley is working for this moment. 
Bobby Lashley has had an absolutely dominant run. I don't think anybody would flinch or bat an eye if Bobby Lashley was to submit Brock Lesnar in, in the Hurt Lock. It would be a little bit surprising just because we know Brock's the bigger star. But as far as what we've seen on screen from Bobby Lashley, I don't think it would shock anyone if Lashley won the match against Brock Lesnar. That said, I still know Brock Lesnar is winning this match. I know I just said it wouldn't shock anybody. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. Again, like, from a storyline perspective, they have shown me that Bobby Lashley is a viable challenger to Brock Lesnar. Yes, that part of the storytelling has been accomplished perfectly, right? I get it. I agree with it. Bobby Lashley looks like a valid contender. I just, I, I can't get away from the idea that they got to go with the bigger name. They got to go with the bigger name. It's just what they do. WWE is not really in the business of making new stars at the expense of their cash cows. They used to be, right? I mean, that's how Brock Lesnar became Brock Lesnar, right? He beat The Rock at SummerSlam. The Rock was leaving for a movie. He beat uh, John Cena. John Cena had one foot out the door. He beat The Undertaker. Undertaker's been old for a very long time. But those are still huge, marquee, quality wins that turn Brock Lesnar from the next big thing into the beast incarnate. The person that we see as damn near invincible. So I just have a hard time thinking that Bobby Lashley is truly going to beat Brock Lesnar just because I know how much they value Brock Lesnar. And again, if you have any questions about this, just ask Biggie. There was no plan. There was no plan for Brock Lesnar on that day. But Brock needed something to do. So they wiped their butts with Biggie's title run because Brock needed something to do. Now, Here's where this becomes a little bit problematic for me. Because the quote-unquote build to this match has just been Brock Lesnar being completely dismissive and disrespectful to Bobby Lashley, seeing Brock Lesnar pin Bobby Lashley, pin Bobby Lashley clean in the middle of a ring, probably with one F5, after disrespecting him, saying he's a Brock Lesnar wannabe, you know, saying Bobby who to his face after all of that, to me, that would be the most disrespectful burial of a, a credible opponent since Triple H did it to Booker T back at whatever that was, WrestleMania 19 or 20, whenever that was. That was awful. Right? People still talk about that to this day. Triple H was so, so, so belittling to Booker T in the build-up to that feud. And then to have Triple H beat Booker T so in such convincing fashion. I mean, all you told the people was that you don't give a damn about Booker T. That the character Booker T is, you know, 
much weaker than Triple H and should not be viewed as on the same level as Triple H. And I just think that's trash, man. I just think that's trash. Like, you know, people love a good underdog story, you know, a, a fight from the fight from the bottom trying to work your way up. And even though sometimes those stories fall short, people can still respect it, right? Because you get to build up the challenger. You get to see where they're coming from. You get to see why this could possibly happen, right? Like, look what they just did with Liv Morgan, right? You build up all that sentiment in favor of the challenger. Nobody in their right mind thought Liv Morgan was going to beat Becky Lynch for the damn title. But they built it up so good that it seemed reasonable from a storytelling perspective, right? But as far as this story goes, Brock is just disrespecting Lashley. So the only way for the story to end properly is Brock has to get his comeuppance, right? You're, you're disrespecting your opponent. You're taking your opponent lightly. You got to get what's coming to you. But I just don't believe that WWE is going to do that to their cash cow. I, I just don't think they're going to have Brock, you know, get his comeuppance at the hands of Bobby Lashley. I think Brock's going to go over Lashley. And what we're going to see is another internet storm. Another internet storm about, you know, the way black wrestlers are treated in WWE and blah, 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 blickety blah, right? And I'm listen, I think WWE has done a really good job over the past two years finally marketing characters for black fans, finally having strong representation of black characters um, on their shows. And so I'm 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 they they've they've uh they've earned some credibility from me in that regard. That said it's going to be rough to watch Lashley take that pin, bro. It's going to be rough to watch Lashley take that pin because, again, you're tearing down the man, right? You're tearing him down by by saying that you're not on my level, and then you prove that he's not on the level. So, ah, I'm, I'm rooting for Bobby Lashley, but I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I think Brock comes out of the Rumble still as the WWE Champion. I think Roman comes out of the Rumble still the Universal Champion. And I think that we go into the Elimination Chamber next month in Saudi Arabia with Brock defending the title against, you know, a cast of characters, one of which will be Seth Rollins. And I think Seth Rollins comes out of the Elimination Chamber as the WWE Champion to defend against the winner of the Royal Rumble who will be none other than the man who had his title run squashed at the hands of Brock Lesnar Big E that's how I see it going people that's how I see it going let me know what you think you think that's good predictions you think that's bad predictions you think that's you know you think that's uh, uh 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 you think I'm tripping? You think I'm bugging? Let me know. Drop some comments down below. Share this with a friend. Tell them how crazy you think I am, or tell them how much of a genius you think I am for the way that I held your hand and talked you through this. All right. Let me know what y'all think. 
holla at your boy.